Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 124 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. Do me a favor. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and then leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Alan Wake Remastered, Wasteland 3 Cult of the Holy Detonation, Nickelodeon, All-Star Brawl, and Far Cry 6. The games coming out this week include Monster Crown, NHL 22, Back from Blood, Demon Slayer, Kemenitu no Yaba, The Hikonomi Chronicles, Caddy and Batty, The Spirit Guide, The Riftbreaker, Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, The Jackbox Party Pack 8, Godstrike, Ring of Pain, Murder House, a Good Life, Crisis Remastered Trilogy, Glaylancer, and Ancient Stories, Gods of Egypt. Coming soon to Game Pass, and we have some games to talk about now. Available now on Cloud Console and PC, you can play The Procession of Calvary and Visage. On October 12th, you can play Back for Blood on Cloud Console and PC. Very excited about that one. And you can also play Destiny 2 Beyond Light on PC. On October 14th, on Cloud Console and PC, you can play Ring of Pain and The Riftbreaker. And lastly, on October 15th, on Cloud Console and PC, you could play The Good Life. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Xbox Cloud Gaming is now fully powered by faster Xbox Series X hardware. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft's Xbox Cloud Gaming service, xCloud, is now fully powered by custom Xbox Series X hardware. Microsoft tells The Verge it recently completed the upgrade which improves both frame rate and game load times for players streaming Xbox games over the web. While Microsoft has moved Xbox Cloud Gaming to 1080p and 60 frames per second streams in recent months, the company has yet to unlock the full potential of the custom Xbox Series X hardware to deliver 4K streams. It's not clear when this will be available, but Microsoft has been moving towards delivering Xbox Cloud Gaming beyond just mobile devices and browsers. Microsoft is currently working on a dedicated Xbox app for TVs that will allow Xbox players to stream games without a console. Standalone streaming devices that you can plug into a TV or monitor are planned, and it's also reasonable to assume that there could be further upgrades to the Xbox Cloud Gaming resolution to match this TV push. Getting the newest and latest greatest console into the cloud so we can use that to power our cloud gaming experience is huge. This is only going to help get it more mainstream as it will function better. In my time, I've had mixed reactions to cloud gaming. While I think it's really cool, some of my experiences have been better than others. Just make sure to play the right game. Maybe don't look for that first-person shooter that you need those Twitch quick reactions to. Maybe turn-based or something more like Peggle, which I've been recently enjoying on cloud gaming. Number two, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the definitive edition officially announced. Matt Kim at IGN writes, After many, many leaks, Rockstar Games has officially announced the Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the definitive edition, comprising Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. The updated games will be released for PS5, PS4, Series X and S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC via the Rockstar Games launcher, quote, later this year, end quote. Mobile ports will follow next year. All three games, quote, will feature across-the-board upgrades including graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements for all three titles, while still maintaining the classic look and feel of the originals, end quote. More TDLs will follow in the coming weeks. Rockstar has not yet confirmed that the games will be released as a single package, as individual titles, or both. The existing versions of all three games will be removed from digital storefronts next week. Rockstar also announced that the games will come to iOS and Android in the first half of 2022. 
So this is cool for anyone who wants to play these old games, but I do think it's very shady and bad practice for Rockstar to remove the existing versions of the games that are available on digital storefronts. They just want you to pay more money for their new versions that hopefully will at least have substantial improvements to them. I also think it's just the worst name ever. Grand Theft Auto, semicolon, the trilogy, hyphen the definitive edition? Come on, what is that? Number three, Microsoft's new Xbox web store integrates Xbox Cloud Gaming and wishlists. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft is starting to roll out a new Xbox web store that integrates Xbox Cloud Gaming, xCloud, wishlists, and more. The new Xbox web store includes buttons to add games to wishlists, quick access to redeem codes, and full Xbox Cloud Gaming integration. If you're an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member, you can simply click play on a supported game and it will instantly stream from the web. Twitter user Tame Lucas first spotted the new Xbox web store yesterday and it only appears to be live in Canada. It's very different from the usual Microsoft Store listing and has a design that's similar to the rest of the Xbox UI. You can also use the web store to quickly install games to an Xbox console you own or buy the game as a gift for a friend. You gotta give credit where credit is due. This is Microsoft trying to keep that commitment to PC gamers about improving their gaming and Xbox experience on PC. The previous Windows Game Store was horrible. Get more like Xbox, I think they had a great redesign with the launch of the new console. It's great, it's functioning, it works quick. Get it across the board. Number four, Destiny 2 will lose the Forsaken expansion to the vault. Logan Plant at IGN writes, Bungie has announced that the Destiny 2 Forsaken campaign will enter the Destiny content vault early next year. Players can still access the content until February 22nd, at which point the campaign as well as the Tangled Shore destination will leave the game. This is the same day as the launch of Year 5 of Destiny 2, which includes the Witch Queen expansion. Bungie says that Forsaken's departure also makes way for new features including weapon crafting, a legendary difficulty campaign option, a new weapon type, and more. If you haven't played the Forsaken campaign, it will be available for free to all Destiny players beginning on December 7th. Bungie created the Destiny content vault last year as a way to begin recycling content from Destiny 1 and 2. Last year, Bungie added three campaigns to the vault, The Red War, Curse of Osiris, and Warmind. Besides campaigns, the vault can also include strikes, gambit maps, raids, and other content. So this has certainly caught the internet by storm. If I paid for the Forsaken expansion, which I personally did, why can't I play it after February 2nd? I think we all just need to accept the fact that it's a live service game, and this is for the betterment of the game as it continues on. The small percentage of players that were going back to the Forsaken simply do not outweigh the number of people that are there for the newest stuff looking and playing as good as it can be. I do realize that I need to get back on my Destiny 2 grind well before so I can replay all this content, otherwise I'm going to miss out. Number 5. Now all of Battlefield 2042's next-gen digital editions include cross-gen access. Jay Peters at The Verge writes, EA is making Battlefield 2042 a little bit more accessible across generations. The company announced Tuesday that the digital standard edition of Battlefield 2042 on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S now includes the cross-gen bundle, which gives you access to both the PS4 and the PS5 or the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S versions of the game. Previously, the cross-gen bundle was only available with the more expensive digital gold and ultimate editions of Battlefield 2042. It's important to note that this cross-gen benefit has only been added to the digital standard editions for next-gen consoles. If you buy the digital standard edition on PS4 or Xbox One, or just $10 cheaper than it is on the PS5 and Series X and S, you won't get the cross-gen bundle. The cross-gen bundle is also not an option for any physical copy of the game. While this is something that simply should have been there from the start, don't make me pay for backwards compatibility or buy the more expensive edition to unlock it, it's simply bad business and bad practice for the consumer. And number 6. Ghost Recon Frontline, a free-to-play battle royale, announced by Ubisoft. 
Matt Purcell at IGN writes, Ubisoft has announced Ghost Recon Frontline, a PvP first-person shooter that will be free to play. With support for over 100 players, it's an objective-focused spin on the incredibly popular battle royale genre. Public playtesting will begin this month, but a full release date has yet to be announced. Ghost Recon's Frontline's flagship mode is Expedition, in which 102 players are divided up into teams of three to battle for victory on an island map. To win, a team must find and claim three pieces of intel, which will allow them to then head to a designated drop zone and extract from the map. When the extraction helicopter is called, though, other players are alerted and then have the chance to attack and steal the team's extraction in order to claim victory for themselves. It's an objective design that sounds like a blend of Ubisoft's own Dark Zone from The Division and Crytek's Hunt Showdown. Ubisoft also notes that there are other tactics that can be used to win. Aside from rejecting the last team standing approach to Battle Royale, Ghost Recon Frontline also ignores the idea of a shrinking circle. You'll have access to the entirety of its 16 square kilometer map for the full duration of the map. That map is divided into four different biomes and hosts 20 different landmarks. Now I can go on and on more about this game, but simply, if you are one of the few people interested in this game, go check it out and read more. This is just so blah to me, go look at the video, it does nothing for me, sounds like nothing to me, and I simply do not see a world in which this game is popular and succeeds. Ubisoft really needs to take another look at their portfolio, they announced that they want this big push into free-to-play games, but it's only going to work if they do it right, and they're not going to flood the market with all of these free-to-play games. Like, remember X Defiant? What is that game? Is anyone even playing it? I have no idea. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is for those energy drink consumers out there. Credit to Robert Anderson at IGN. Xbox has partnered with Rockstar Energy Drink to unveil a series of collector's edition cans, all featuring iconic Master Chief designs, and now available to buy. Each can will provide fans with the chance to win in-game cosmetics and even a Series X console. The series features five different flavors, all matching a unique design, original, sugar-free, fruit punch, silver ice, and for a limited time in the US, blackberry goji. All five are now available in the US, so drink up. Obviously, we knew these types of promotions were coming for all those enthusiasts out there. Go try and maximize your options to get some cool in-game cosmetics, or don't, and just play the damn game when it comes out, because I cannot wait. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I checked out the Battlefield 2042 beta, and I gotta say, I was so excited for this game, and it really took the wind out of my sails. I'm hoping the game runs better, looks a little better, even though I didn't think it looked that bad, just had a bunch of glitches, but I have more fun with the game when it's released. They need that polish, I hope they hit it with that delay, and man, does that just leave me craving for more Halo Infinite content. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.